When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ready to brave the wild. It is episode number four. Today is Wednesday, October the 22nd in the year 2008. And we are ready to talk some hockey once again here on Brave the Wild, which is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. Now I want to thank each and every one of you for downloading and listening. I do appreciate it very much, and I've noticed that some of you may have come to this show from the Minnesota Wild podcast, that is from the Minnesota Wild's website. Uh, It's also a good podcast for the Minnesota Wild, but they are more biased for the Minnesota Wild. This show is independent, so you will get a more honest opinion of this team, not just Wild Insiders. So let's get ready to rock and roll here. Now, as said, available on thesportstuff.com, the home page. On the front page in the upper right-hand corner, there's a button that says TSS Boards. That is how you can join us on the message board. Simply click on that button. You'll be prompted to sign up. And if you haven't or if you've already signed up, you'll just have to sign in, and you'll be ready to rock and roll and join us podcasters in the forums or message boards, but if not, please do sign up. It is 100% free and 100% fun, where that way you can not just watch sports, but get involved. Now today on Brave the Wild, we're going to talk about multiple things. Now the Wild, of course, are 4-0 to start out the season, so we're going to review those games and we are also going to talk about Marion Gabrick, as he is likely on his way out, and who could potentially be the future of this team. And also we're going to get into the previous poll, and this week's poll, which will involve who will be the next face of the Wild. So we're going to get into that today. It's a very exciting show. I do hope you enjoy it. Again, thank you for those of you that have subscribed to this show. I appreciate it very much. And we'll be right back after this announcement. 
here on thesportstuff.com. Get on board the Viking ship with Purple Mafia. We will talk about the new Purple People Eaters and the best running back in the NFL, Adrian Peterson. This team is ready to make a move forward. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com along with iTunes and Mediafly. Simply download and listen to the most honest and passionate Vikings coverage. And we are back here on Brave the Wild. And a quick reminder, this is episode number four, October 22nd, Wild 4-0. and So that is the bit. Yes, Marion Gabrick is still on the team. <laughs> yeah, he's still on the team. Um, the commercial you just heard, Purple Mafia. That's right, Purple Mafia. That is my, well, you could call it my flagship podcast. It gets... The highest overall ratings because it's the purple, uh, even though the team isn't that great. So do check it out and we can talk some Minnesota Vikings football. It's not always going to be positive. It's going to be honest, as I said. Notice the word honest. Yeah, don't expect any kumbaya stuff. Just like you're on Brave the Wild, it's not always going to be kumbaya like it might be on the podcast. Not that I have anything against that as, yeah, they do a very, very good job, very professional, good stuff. Now, we are ready to get into the nitty-gritty. Minnesota Wild 4-0 is mentioned. Um, on the previous show, I didn't review the final preseason game, so I'll do that really quick, just really briefly. Minnesota Wild swept the Montreal Canadiens, also known as the Habs, as they are the greatest hockey team in NHL history. Yeah, there's a little something about the Habs, or the Montreal Canadiens, we'll get into later. You'll find out after this. Yeah, Nicholas Backstrom, number one star with 25 saves and the shutout. Stefan Veo, a goal and an assist, completing a very strong preseason. Ante Metnin also emerging nicely with a goal. The other guy to score in this game, hmm, Marion Gabrick. Yeah, you can maybe put two and two together there. If you haven't, you'll find out later. <clears throat> Now, <laughs> a whole week later, see that previous game was the, the 4th of October, Saturday the 4th of October, so Saturday, October the 11th, the Minnesota Wild open the regular season against the Boston Bruins and the goalie Manny Fernandez. You remember him? So he was all hyped and ready to go against your Minnesota Wild because the Wild traded him away, and he was unhappy because Nicholas Backstrom beat him out of a job just a year after he signed a big contract to finally become the number one goalie, the official number one goalie, as uh, the the first year in Manny Fernandez's career here in Minnesota. He platooned with Jamie McLennan, and then a guy by the name of Dwayne Rolison came up out of nowhere, and uh uh-oh, Manny Fernandez isn't the number one goalie again, is Dwayne Rolison, platoons with him pretty much back and forth forever, and uh, Rolison for a while was actually the more the number one goalie over Manny, but then Manny has a fantastic year a few years back with the Wild, kindly becoming the number one goalie, oh shoot, Nicholas Backstrom ended up being better than Manny Fernandez the next year, and Manny's gone, bye-bye Manny, as uh, Manny Fernandez, a Emotional goalie, that's not always what you want to be. If you're going to be a goalie in the National Hockey League is be emotional. You need to be steady. That's what's the strength of Nicholas Backstrom and Dwayne Rolison and the weakness of Emmanuel Fernandez. Yes, Emmanuel Fernandez. (laughs) But, no, to open things up for the Boston Bruins, 
in the first period, the first goal of either team, or at least of either team in this game and for the wild season, Phil Kessel, Minnesota native Phil Kessel's already had his second goal of the year, assisted by Patrice Bergeron and Marco Sturm. But then Eric Belanger, Mr. Early Starter Eric Belanger, just like last year, starting out all ready to rock and roll. It's about a minute and a half left in the first period. Scores his first goal on the power play, assisted by Colton Gillies and Kim Janssen. But then the other Bergeron scores in the second period. Marc-Andre Bergeron, the defenseman the Wild acquired in the offseason, assisted by Miko Koivu and Pierre-Marc Bouchard. Andy Metnin only, or Andy, <laughs> Andy Metnin only six minutes later scores. So another wild addition scoring assisted by, ah, Andrew Brunette's back. And boy, it was it nice to see him in that wild sweater as he had a huge game here. Uh, Miko Koivu getting another assist is, yeah, he gets a lot of assists here in these first four games. Very exciting. Uh oh. Eric Belanger only two minutes later scores his second goal already. Of the season and of the game. Pierre-Marc Bouchard and Owen Nolan getting the assists. But then the Wild get bored in the third period and don't score. And Mark Savard scores two goals against the Minnesota Wild. Michael Ryder, a former Montreal Canadian, getting assists on both of those goals. Along with P.J. Alexson, as apparently that line is sticking together. Minnesota Wild, they seem to change lines constantly under under Pierre-Marc Bouchard. Yeah, he's not quite a coach yet. Uh, Jacques Lemaire... Constant uh, changing of the lines, so go figure. But, yeah, very cool to see Colton Gillies uh, registering a point in his first game of his career at age 19. Very wonderful to see. This was a very entertaining game to watch. It looked pretty much like Manny had lost it <laughs> when the Wild were kicking his butt in the second period. But then uh, the Wild chilled out, and here come the Boston Bruins. Thankfully, the Wild hold on, and that was great to see. Brent Burns had a nice game. He was the third star. Koivu, the number two star with two assists. And, of course, Eric Belanger, Mr. Early Starter. Let's hope he's not a slow finisher again with two goals. Number one star of the game. Um, yeah. Gabrick actually played in this game. Only two shots on goal, 18 minutes played. That's a lot of playing time for a forward, but uh, okay. Not the... Uh, not the best game ever for him. Pretty quiet. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe for a guy that doesn't really want to be here anymore, huh? Yeah, that's the hot rumor, huh? Well, Tuesday the 14th, the Minnesota Minnesota Wild head to Hotlanta or Atlanta and beat the Canadians. The Canadians. Oh, my God. Beat the Thrashers. <laughs> 4-2. Andrew Brunette gets his first goal of the season, assisted by Mika Koivu and Anti. Metnin, that's a name you're going to be hearing quite a bit here in these opening four games. Uh, yep, Metnin getting the assist, and Ila Kovacuk scores in the second period. One of the best scorers in the entire league, assisted by Brian Riddle, Little, I mean, Ron Hainsley. Gabby, Marion Gabrick, gets his first and maybe last goal with the Wild, unassisted, to open up the third period very early. Anti Metnin scores again, that's his second goal of the season. Already, Miko Koivu with the assist. Brian Little gets his third goal already. Todd White, the former Minnesota Wildlife. Matthew Schneider, who's been around forever. I can't, I mean, that guy's been around forever and ever and ever. Antti Metnin getting his third goal of the season. Yes, Antti Metnin again. That's his third point of the game. Andrew Brunette with a goal and assist. Wonderful to see. And Brent Burns with the assist 
late in the third period to put the Wild up by two once again, and that pretty much was all she wrote. Nicholas Backstrom going 2-0, and stopping 24 of 26 shots. Uh, the Wild also shot 26 times, but, uh, yeah, not the case for Letonen. That's a guy I haven't heard much of, to be honest with you. Uh, Koivu doesn't register a shot on goal, but overall a very big game as he was a plus three. Got it done. His lines got it done. They shot people down and uh, scored. <laughs> that's what counts. So that's how it goes. Bergeron, a fairly solid game with five shots on goal. Veyu, always getting shots on goal but never scoring with five also. Um, overall, though, the Wild is clearly the better team here between these two on this particular night. Uh, nice to see Todd White again, but oh well, you know. <laughs> He's not here anymore, and uh, well, we hope, wish him the best. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt, as he's team to get hurt a lot here in Minnesota. But that's how it goes. Your three stars, Antti Metinen, number one, Brian Little, number two, Ila Kovachuk, number three. And we move on to the third game of the season. And the floodgates have opened Minnesota Wild in Florida, a 6-2 to two victory over the South, oh, the South Florida Panthers, the South Florida Panthers, I might as well call them. Yeah, a breakout party for Miko Koivu. Oh, my God. And Antti Matinin. Yeah, Antti Matinin. There's that name again. Mm-hmm. Andrew Burnett getting a second goal of the season. Miko Koivu with an assist. Kim Janssen scores. As the second period, definitely the most entertaining. Andrew Burnett's goal was in the middle of the first period. Kim Janssen getting his first goal. Ben Puglia registering his first point. And Derek Bugard also. Uh, Antti Matinin scoring again. That's his fourth goal of the year on the power play. Mika Koivu and Thomas Moses getting his first point with the Wild. Um, beautiful stuff. Uh, Nick Boynton and Keith Ballard teaming up for Florida's first goal. Nathan Horton, Carlos Scrensens, and Corey Murphy, Stephen Weiss hooking up for Florida's second goal of the game and their last. Benoit Puglia getting his second point of the game. Oh, Mika Koivu registered an assist on that one, too. Wow. Antti Matinen with his fifth goal of the year. Another two-goal game for Antti Matinen on the power play. Miko Koivu with the assist again. Marc-Andre Bergeron. And then Koivu scores the final goal of the game to make it 6-2. to two. Yeah, Koivu with five points in this game. That is unbelievable. And a wild record for assists in this game. Unbelievable. Kim Janssen with a multi-point game getting the assist there. Brunette with a multi-point game again. That guy having a Big start to the season. Gotta love it. Um, yeah, Thomas Volkun and Anderson. Uh, Volkun had a tough game, giving up four goals. Anderson giving up two goals. Yeah, it didn't work out too good. Nice to see the former gopher, Keith Ballard, though, register an assist at least. Uh, I wouldn't mind him being on the wild. It'd be, that'd be cool. But overall, just a big game for this Minnesota wild team. As, yeah, 3-0 and and just, uh, a sign that uh, Mika Koivu is about ready to take over this team should Marion Gabrick be traded. That was a very positive thing to see. And now a game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. This was on Saturday. The 18th of October, Saturday the 18th of October. Um, yeah, 0-0. Zero to zero. Zero to zero. Thank God they don't have ties in hockey anymore. Thank God. Um, 
yeah, it was 0-0 zero to zero through overtime. But then can you take a wild guess at who scored the shootout goal? Can you take a wild guess? Does the Minnesota Wild do win? Um, no, it wasn't Miko Koivu. No, he was the second guy, and he missed. Uh, it was Antti Metnin. Yes, Antti Metnin scoring. He's the only guy to score at all in the shootout. Yeah, Antti Metnin again. Of course, that doesn't count as an actual goal in your statistics, but it does count as a shootout goal in your statistics, I guess, if that counts for much. Nicholas Backstrom saving 32 shots, and that was all she wrote. The Wild only registered 21 shots in this game. As uh don't understand why, just not their night, I guess, in terms of that. But thank God Backstrom was on the ball this particular night. And Andy Metton stepping up once again to lead the Wild to victory. Absolutely wonderful. As the Wild go to 4-0. and oh, As it looks like <laughs> this team has a pretty good chance of defending their division championship uh, against a lot of people's... Uh, Predictions coming into the season. Unfortunately, the Edmonton Oilers are also 4-0. Uh, Wild have only, the Wild and the Edmonton Oilers have only played four games. Yeah, they managed to be in first place. Colorado's played six games. Vancouver seven and Calgary six. Colorado's three and three and is only two points behind because, as I said, only played, or have already played six games. Um, yeah, the Wild schedule has been really quiet. Cause that's the last game they played and tonight's Wednesday, folks. They haven't played in five days. Or four days, I guess. And, uh, yeah, it'll be five tomorrow when the Wild finally play again. That'll be against Thomas Vanek. Yes, that's right. Thomas Vanek, the former Gopher star, and the Buffalo Sabres here at the XL Energy Center here in the Twin Cities. Should be a great game as we welcome back Thomas Vanek against your Minnesota Wild. But now we are going to go to a quick break. As we're going to get into some pretty significant wild news here coming right up, and we'll be right back. Here on the sportstuff.com, we're bursting in blue with Timberwolves Explosion. Timberwolves fans, your show has arrived at last as we bring in a new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, and Mike Miller. We're available on the sportstuff.com and also available on iTunes. Download and listen to in-depth and detailed coverage of your favorite team. Show your true blue and join this explosion of Timberwolves basketball. And we are back here on Brave the Wild, episode number four. Welcome back. Uh, the commercial you just heard, Timberwolves Explosion. That is my Minnesota Timberwolves podcast. Do check it out. Timberwolves basketball about ready to get into regular season as well as the Wild are in regular season, which is wonderful stuff. Uh, their final preseason game is tomorrow. So, yeah, there will probably be a new Timberwolves Explosion show uh, as soon as tomorrow or as late as Saturday. That will be a Northwest Division preview. Now, we are going to get into some wild news. And can you imagine, can you just, can you, can you take a wild guess on who it could be about? Yeah, it's about Marion Gabrick. Marion Gabrick, well, what team is he going to go to? Well, there are reports that the two, the two main teams of 
that will be the possible host for Marion Gabrick, that is, are the Montreal Canadiens or the Los Angeles Kings. And, uh, yeah, it's looking like it's going to be the Montreal Canadiens as the Minnesota Wild uh, do not want to trade in their conference, and Marion Gabrick has craved the Eastern Conference forever. The Montreal Canadiens are a serious contender, as they are also undefeated right now. And they are also in first place in their division. And remember what they did last year. They were the number one team in the Eastern Conference, but they could not get through the Eastern Conference. And a lot of people think that that team could very well be the team to beat over there. Uh, I would love to see the Montreal Canadiens come out of the East, as I do think it's their year to do that. Well, it's either them or the Penguins, I should say. Who am I, who am I to say they're going to beat the Penguins? I'm kind of foolish there. you got a little Jordan Pippen thing going on and... <laughs> or a little, excuse me, a little Lemieux Yager, I mean, sorry, a little Lemieux Yager, let's say in hockey terms for now, right, <laughs> going on in Pittsburgh, and yeah, those two guys played for that team, so some teams just seem to get the right guys, even if it takes a while, even if they have to suck for a little while, like the Penguins and the Bulls, they seem to get the right guys, um, yeah, Pittsburgh Penguins looking great, but now the Wild Wilds Gabrick to Canadians is the hottest rumor in the NHL. This is a article from Yahoo Sports, NHL Sports Rumors. The rumors regarding the trade of Minnesota Wilds to Marion Gabrick have gotten crazy. The most recent one has Gabrick going to the Pittsburgh Penguins straight up for Pittsburgh's, uh, for Pittsburgh's Evgeny Malkin. Um, no, that ain't gonna happen. That's, they're just not gonna get Malkin. There is no way. <laughs> There's no way that's like crack cocaine there. Uh-huh, no. I don't know what it's talking about to Edmonton. No, I have no idea. That's got to be some kind of typo. Uh, the Montreal Press has given legs to the rumor that Gabrick's going to the Canadians for winger Chris Higgins, backup goalie Yaroslav Halak, and either a first-round pick or tro- top prospect Ryan McDonough as, uh, yeah. The only thing is, the only player out of those three that makes any sense for the Wild to make this move is Ryan McDonough. Chris Higgins is a role player. He's just a role player. He's another, uh, maybe anti-Metnin. I mean, anti-Metnin is working out, yeah. But before he came here to Minnesota, he was a 30 to 40 point guy. Chris Higgins, that's all he is. Yaroslav Halak, he's just a, he's just a backup goalie. He was a ninth round pick in 2003. Ninth round pick. Now I know that's happened before. That players can succeed in the NHL, but, uh, you know, been taken late in the draft. I mean, his numbers are pretty good overall, but he's only started 22 games. So, uh, okay. Mm, he's fairly young, though. That's the good part. Um, I don't know. You do have Josh Harding. Are you ready to give up on Harding? Do you really love Yaroslav Halak? Maybe, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. Or is it just the Montreal Canadiens are a pretty good team and he's succeeding because Montreal is a good team, you know? <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know all that much about Ryan McDonough, to be honest, other than he's just a major, major prospect at the defenseman position, which the Minnesota Wild still are thin at. I mean, yeah, Brent Burns is the first defenseman prospect to ever work out for the Minnesota Wild. And the best part about that is, which I'll say for the hundred millionth time, Brent Burns was drafted as a forward. Mm-hmm. Think about that. The best Wild defenseman prospect ever drafted was a forward when he was drafted. That tells you something. Um, 
So yeah, I would, I like the Ryan McDonough angle, but other than that, the, your biggest warm body is Chris Higgins. We're happy for you. Uh, the article continues real quick. Like all rumors, this one is not substantiated by a named source. That doesn't mean it's not true, but it does mean one should, should approach it with caution. Yeah, I would. Uh, for one thing, the numbers don't add up. If the deal were done as is, Montreal would be about 3.86 million over the cap. And acquiring a backup goaltender doesn't make much sense for the Wild. On the other hand, Wild general manager Doug Risborough is certainly tight with Habs GM Bob Gainey. Yeah, remember Bob Gainey, the former North Stars coach and GM? The guy who took the Minnesota, or Minnesota North Stars to the Stanley Cup Finals in 91? Yeah, I remember him too. Uh, yeah, he was a former Canadian teammate with Doug Risborough, and it's safe to assume he'd want to take Trey Gabrick out of the Western Conference. I agree. Uh, and then he says, whatever is is enough for Montreal's newspapers to have questioned Higgins about it. He told La Presse, La Presse, I'm starting to be a little bothered. Canadians coach Guy, or Guy, I'm sorry, Guy Carbonneau, I remember him very well, former Dallas star and Montreal Canadian, uh, said of Higgins, his name returns in rumors because you don't stop talking about Marion Gabrick. Stop talking about Marion Gabrick, and we'll stop hearing Higgins' name. Okay, we're happy for you. Um, yeah, I don't want to hear Higgins' name either because, <laughs> yeah. Oh, goody, he's just a role player. I I don't know. That deal doesn't do much for me. Um, I wouldn't mind trading with Montreal. Uh, that would be a nice home for Gabrick, I think. But there's got to be better players you can get than that, unless, you know, unless there's Ryan Mc, McDonough is the future of, like, you know, he's the next uh, Al McGinnis. You know, or the next uh, Nicholas Lidstrom. I mean, you know, I mean, you gotta you gotta come up with something better than uh, I, I. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm having a hard time with that. Uh, you just never know with prospects overall. Saku Koivu would be nice. Hey, reunite the Minnesota, reunite the Koivus. Get the Koivus together on the Minnesota Wild. That'd be cool. But no, they're not going to trade their captain here to Minnesota. Um, Robert Lang is a solid player in the center. That might make sense. Um, I don't know. I don't think they do it. Or the, yeah, I don't think they do it. Alex Tenge, he's all right. Better than uh, you know. I mean, you got to get somebody like that. Seriously, you got to. Why? Why do you want Higgins? I just I I can't see it. I can't do it. <laughs> um. Yeah, Higgins hasn't even played a game yet this year, so that's nice. So that's pretty much where I stand on that. Um, now we're going to quickly talk about who will be the next face of the franchise for the Minnesota Wild. I personally think it's going to be Miko Koivu. I think it's going to be Miko Koivu, uh, yeah, nine points in... Nine points in five games, that's pretty good stuff. Now, we don't think anybody's going to keep up with that kind of pace because that's impossible. It just is. Um, but I think it, I think this guy, Miko Koivu, is becoming a really good hockey player, like a potential elite player. And for the longest time, it didn't really look like that's what the, what kind of guy he was going to become. It looked like he was just going to be one of those really good players, those really good pieces you have on a team. Uh, but he just might become one of those elite players, like a Forsberg type. 
and I, I hope he does. I really do. His, his defense is fantastic. He can score. He, he makes everybody around him better. And best of all, he's a leader, and that is why he is the captain of the Minnesota Wild. Uh, what a nice decision by Jacques Lemaire to pick him as the captain going into the regular season. Marion Gabrick was the captain in the playoffs last year, and that didn't seem to matter much. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think Gary Marion Gabrick's going to be the captain of this team ever again because I don't know how much longer he's going to be here. Uh, a very mysterious lower body injury to Marion Gabrick, as all that might mean is, you know what, you're not playing anymore because you're not trying. You know, so we're going to trade you. Um, that's probably what it really means. Too much of a distraction. we got to end it. So, yeah, that's where things stand right now with your Minnesota Wild. But real quick now, we are going to get into last show's poll. Last show's poll is about two weeks ago, episode number three. The question was, which Wild prospect deserves to make the team the most? Uh, yeah, this one, there were a couple of nice comments in here. And uh, first and foremost, there are only three, Colton Gillies, Danny Ehrman, and Tyler Kuma. 66% go for Danny Ehrman, 33 for uh, Colton Gillies. Colton Gillies made the team. Danny Ehrman did not. Tyler Kuma off the juniors. Danny Ehrman, though, final one of the final cuts, and he is one of the main guys that will be called up if there are injuries, along with Cal Clutterbuck. And... Colanos, who did get called up. Uh, Clutterbuck also got called up recently. But, uh, yeah, I believe they're both sent back. Uh, Colanos already back to the AHL. He played, like, one game. Cal Clutterbuck played one game, very limited time. So uh, that's where things go there. So now we're going to get into that poll right now, as is. Uh, Andrew Gotsman says, Danny Ehrman. Kid has worked his butt off with Houston and really deserves to be up with the big team. Not to mention that it may keep the interest of the fans having a former gopher on the team, seeing as management continues to try to drive this team into the ground. The honeymoon is over. Ticket prices continue to rise as, yeah, yet management continue, or management cannot put together a quality competing product onto the ice. Was it too much, too soon with the team that lost to the Ducks? In the conference finals a few years back, maybe. All I know is the Gabrick situation will not end well, much like it did with Ralston. Good luck in New Jersey, buddy. <laughs> All I'm saying is that Danny Ehrman may not be the answer, but at least might please a few more fans. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, <clears throat> I do think Danny Ehrman will be on this team at some point, Andrew. Um, I'm sure you do as well. Uh, I did not like his season last year in Houston, though. Only 23 points in 77 games in Houston, to me, did not do it for me. Um, not saying I disagree with you, though. I mean, I'm sure he did work his butt off, but the production really wasn't as good as I thought it would be. However, however, in the preseason this year, the production was there, and he looked significantly better going into this season, and that's why he barely got cut. I mean, last year he was on the very first round of cuts, just gone right away. Uh, this year, yeah. This year, almost. Almost an NHL player now. Very close. Um, pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, I respond to him with pretty much what I just said. Uh, he responds also that manager needs to find the team's identity. And, uh, yeah, lots of stuff he's talking about. Saying that the Big free agents we've signed are misleading, and I can understand that um, because they're not necessarily big free agents. 
Matt Kennedy also agrees that we got to go with Ehrman in two seasons. He has, I think, like 26 goals. He's been in the AHL for three or four seasons now. I think it's time, though, on the wild. He'd most likely be a third or fourth line centerman, though he only had actually 23 points last year in the AHL, not 26 goals in the last two seasons. So he might be thinking of someone else. Um, if I'm wrong, forgive me. I'm really sorry, but from what I saw, was he only had 23 points in 77 games last year. So uh, I'm not sure. You might be thinking of someone else. Um, lines are all subjective, says Andrew Gotsman. Three skating lines and a checking line. Lemaire switches stuff, <laughs> stuff up so often. You may have two centers on the same line with one playing winger. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and, yeah, you even had uh, Pierre-Marc Bouchard being a winger. He was drafted as a center. He probably is not going to be a center because he's too small and not a defensive-type player. I say respond that I appreciate their thoughts. And, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, one thing that Godsman brought up in one of those, yeah, Patrick O'Sullivan, yeah, I believe that's going to haunt this team for years. 53 points last season, and he's just getting started. Yeah, definitely. And how Chicago put together a nice team. He comments about that. Yeah, I agree. The Chicago Blackhawks look like they're finally getting things together over there in the Windy City as they've struggled for a long time, a long time. I also want to encourage you listeners out there real quick, before I say anything else, to check out the Igloo or the Pittsburgh Penguins podcast as both Matt Kennedy and Chris Porter have hockey shows here on the sportsstuff.com. We're trying to build a little hockey community, Brave the Wild, Leafs Nation, Matt Kennedy, Leafs Nation, the Maple Leafs, and the Igloo, of course, Pittsburgh Penguins, Chris Porter. So there you go, a trifecta of hockey here on the sportsstuff.com and probably soon on iTunes. I'm on iTunes, but I don't think they're up there yet, but they will be soon. Um, now let's get into the newest poll without further ado, as the show is running a teeny bit longer than some of you may like, but uh, it's probably not that long. <laughs> I enjoy it too much. What can I say? Uh, the current poll will be, who will be the next face of the wild? Miko Koivu, Brent Burns, Pierre Marc Bouchard, Nicholas Backstrom, or someone else? And I say, please write in name. So that means, yeah, if you pick number five, please comment and say who it is. Uh, either way, comment as well. Tell me why. Do you think Koivu, Burns, Bouchard, or Backstrom, or who, someone else, is the future of this team? Like maybe Tyler Kuma. Maybe you think he's the guy. Maybe you think that uh, that that Dunna guy we would get from Montreal is the future. Who knows? Maybe you know a lot more about him than I do. Maybe you've got some Montreal Canadian fans listening to this show right now. And if they are, well, great to have you. Welcome aboard. But, uh, yeah, of course, my choice is Mika Koivu. I believe I've stated why I think he's the leader and he's become the MVP of this team. He was the MVP of the Minnesota Wild last year before Mattias Olin broke his leg with that cheap shot from his stick, just hacked Koivu's leg, broke his leg. That screwed up the Minnesota Wild season last year, big time. Um, the Wild may have coasted to the division championship rather than limped to it. The Wild barely won the division title, partially because other teams didn't want the division quite as much as we did, I guess. That's about all there is to it. Um, Koivu, when he got back, though, I mean, it, it took a while for him to get his timing back, but once it was back, he was the MVP of the team again. So, yeah, Miko Koivu will be the next phase of the Wild, in my strong opinion. Brent Burns, though, I think is a strong, is a second 
choice. He is a very, very nice player on his way to becoming a franchise defenseman. So we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, maybe some of you like the goalie back from RPR Mark Bouchard, who is a potential player, though. Bouchard is injured. Also of note, before I go, Peter Kalis. Peter Kalis, Mr. I.C. Kalis, is gone. He has quit the Houston Arrows. He's the guy the Minnesota Wild got in that Manny Fernandez trade. We thought that was a great trade for us. Well, I don't think either team's going to benefit out of that because Manny's inconsistent and never, ever, ever going to be a main number one goalie. He's going to be a platoon or a backup forever. And Peter Kalis will never play a game for the Minnesota Wild, or at least so it seems. He just is going back to his country. He wanted to go home, and that's the end of it. No more Peter Kalis. We will not see Kalis. So the Klingon hero will not play for the Minnesota Wild, which is a shame because he's a nice player. But he was sent down with the early cuts this year. This year, he was sent down with the last cuts last year. So something changed, and not for the better. And that's quite unfortunate. So with that, I'm going to call it a show, and I thank each and every one of you for listening. As always, tell a friend, sign up for the sportsstuff.com, keep downloading on iTunes, and we'll talk some hockey in about a week or so. Take care.